man friends it's your boy the motivational teacher to the masses coming to you live with another edition of motivational monday i am so excited to be here with you all this week has been absolutely phenomenal I have been able to wage war on mediocrity several times this week. Had a nice crowd over in um, Butts County. So thank you all for coming out. Listen to the Motivational Teacher to the Masses. Looking forward to many more. But tonight will be like no other night. We gonna break bread live tonight. Yep. Let your mama and them know. Let your cousin and them know that the Motivational Teacher to the Masses is live. And that it's time for you to come get everything out of this, this word, out of this, this session that you need all right we gonna break bread tonight i got a lot of information to cover but i promise you your life will never ever ever be the same after you get this hey if you're out there shoot me a line let me know you out there we are a community of people waging war on mediocrity so if you up hit your boy up let me know you out there type in participate how often do you get around a group of people all fighting for a common purpose not that often so if you out there shoot a brother a message on the bottom say what's up uh you hear something that's impactful Put it down there, let somebody else be able to read it and grow from it. But we're going to hop right on in it this week. And we're still coming from my favorite book. I call it, it's the Growth Bible. Uh, the, the John Maxwell, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And this week, we're going to tackle chapter 10, The Law of the Rubber Band. Guys, I got to tell you, in my mind, of all the books that I've read, this has to be, in, this, this chapter is in my top 10. It's phenomenal. Growth stops when you lose tension between where you are and where you want to be. Growth stops when you lose tension between where you are and where you could be. I want us to stop and pause and take a moment right there. Think about where you are and where you want to be or where you said you wanted to be. Think about all the things that, 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 that you sacrificed. Think about the things that you should have sacrificed, that you should have given up in order to get to where you want in life. For some of us, we're where we want to be. For some of us, we're not where we want to be. That we've been on cruise control through life and we've not been intentional. Last week we talked about intentionality and we haven't been very intentional about our time. But growth stops when you lose tension between where you are and where you could be. Not that, I'm, 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 not that I'm, I'm complacent or not that I'm upset about where I am. It's just that I got to have some, something I'm working and I'm moving toward. Okay? John Maxwell said, only a mediocre person is always at his best. Only a mediocre person is always at their best. And you know our mantra here, we wage war on mediocrity. We wage war. If we're not keeping tension on between where we are and we're moving in a position where we want to be, we should always have a growth plan that we're executing day by day. We should start our mornings out by being very intentional about our day. We have to own our 24 hours. We have to own our 86,000 seconds in, in a week. We have to own our 168 hours in a week. We have to own those in order to get to where we want to be. Growth is never accidental. Growth is never accidental. Growth always has to be on purpose. It's the only way to get to where you want to be is to purposefully grow. And so the law of rubber bands, so John starts out and he talks about how he started out in a meat plant. Hey, what's up out there, Aaron? I see Michelle. 
I see uh, a couple more people out there. Hey, what's up, y'all? Holla at your boy on there. So John starts out talking about how when he got out of college, he started at a meatpacking plant. He did a few odds and end jobs. He said he didn't really start coming into himself. He said he read this quote. One of his favorite quotes as a teenager, God's gift to us is potential. Our gift to God is developing it. I want us to think about that. God gives to us is our potential. And we know the story about the, 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 the people uh, the, the um, farmer gave the talents to. Gave the talents and said, man, uh, to one man he gave two talents, to one man he gave one talent, to one man he gave five talents. He gave the five talents to the guy, the, five, the guy took the five talents, came back and said, man, I double what you gave me. He said, wow, awesome job, job, that well and faithful servant. Guy that had two talents went back, he brought them back to the, to, to the farmer, he said, wow, I got four talents right now. He said, wow, awesome job. The guy that had one talent said, hey, I went out and buried it. And a talent represents, you know, a certain, let's say money in our, in our culture. And so he had one talent, went out, buried it, and brought the same talent back. He said, get away from me, thou faithful, sir, you, you know, I mean, thou wicked servant. He called him wicked because he didn't go out and realize the potential that he had. See, this is how God is glorified that we bear much fruit. And some people think fruit is just about us, you know, doing good deeds and which it is about us doing good deeds. But we were all sent here with a purpose. When our, seed, when our father's seed collided with our mom's egg, God already had purpose destined deep down on the inside of us. Oh, we're going to break bread tonight. We're going to get there. You got purpose on this earth. And don't allow anyone or anybody or anything to convince you that you don't. I know you've gone through some tough times. I know you had some issues sometimes that seemed like you weren't going to make it out of it. But look at you right now. You're still standing. And your gift to God is developing what God has given you. And most of us don't know or we haven't discovered what our gifting is. And a lot of people tend to look on the outside for their gifting. You never have to look on the outside for what God has created you to do. God has hit the kingdom. He's hit on, on the inside of you what he already purposed for you to do. No, no, hey, no gimmicks, no tricks. You've been birthed on this earth for a specific purpose where it's meant for you to benefit the most and leave your footprint on this earth. See, so many of us get so caught up judging ourselves based on the next guy or judging ourselves based on the next girl. And most of us got four or five, six different reasons as to why we can't manifest our our potential or, or, or our purpose on this earth. We got so many reasons. Well, I, I was born here. I was doing this. It was that. It was this. It's the other. We have so many reasons as to why. When was the last time you wrote a list of things of how, why you could manifest your destiny upon this earth? We're going to break bread tonight. Y'all holler at your boy. We're community of people. Waging war on mediocrity. You hear something? Type it down there, man. Encourage somebody else on this thread. So he talked about our gift to God is developing what he gave us. And we have to be more intentional about developing those gifts. And he goes on throughout this chapter and he talks about all the growth situations that he's been in in his life. When he had been put in position, when he took over his first church and the church uh, grew so fast that he had to be put in a position where he had to teach leadership. At that time in the, in the, in the late 50s, leadership wasn't that, that uh, popular in the church. Everybody just wanted to be you know, very religious and spiritual. Leadership wasn't big. And he talked about how he had to take the stretch to start teaching leadership. And he started learning that his leadership lessons became bigger or the people following him about leadership became bigger than just spirituality. Like corporations started reaching out to him about his leadership. 
and see a lot of us that have gifts and talents that we have on the inside of us but we haven't stretched outside of our comfort zone to know what they are many of us haven't taken risks to, to, to uh, materialize those gifts see our gift is what's going to make room for us in the end not our job it's that seed of greatness that God has already put on the inside of us that's meant to take us before a great man yeah I'm gonna break bread before tonight is over so John talked about the benefits of tension he said at the end of this discussion time he was talking to a group of people he asked them what what do most great people that's done something above average extraordinary what do they have in common they all stretch themselves to be better they would not allow status quo to be the end of their story and if we're not intentional about not ending up average we would die average we should never look average on our jobs because we know that our jobs is a gateway to us developing our gifts I'm breaking bread right now you should never be the worst employee on your job you should never be the worst family member in your family you should never be the person keeping up the mess on the job when people see you come in they start running the opposite direction because you keep up so much drama we cannot afford to be that person on our job because we understand that our gift and our destiny is connected to where we are rubber bands are only useful when they're stretched yep I'm breaking bread right now thank you Jovanda Thank you for hollering at your boy. Rubber bands are only useful when stretched. Uh-oh, I'm about to break bread. Here we go, Javon. This is the first real piece of truth tonight. Humans are like rubber bands. We're only useful when we stretch. I can promise, I can promise you, your manifestation of what God called you to do is not inside of your comfort zone. Yup, I just broke bread. Faith begins at the end of your comfort zone. Oh, don't, don't tell me how, how we are great people of faith. No, faith begins at the end of your comfort zone. If you're waddling in only what you know you can do, you're not living in faith, you're living in fear. I gotta tell you, there's only two states to live in. You only live in fear or you only live in faith. There's no in between. Either you're growing or you're dying. Holla at your boy out there right now, I'm breaking bread. You're either growing or you're dying. There is no in-between. What's up, Christ son? What's up, Mia? There is no in-between uh, on, on, on earth. You're either growing or you're dying. Yes, faith begins at the end of your comfort zone. If you're not at the I can promise you, whatever vision you got for yourself, if it's only big enough for you to fulfill, God is not in it. I just broke bread. So you got to upgrade the version of yourself to match what God wants to do in your life. Yep, I'm breaking bread. You got to upgrade the image that you see yourself in order to match what God wants to do in your life. Man, I just broke bread. That's for some people. That's for somebody out there. You got to grow into what God called you to do. That's why you can't, that's why you're not becoming an overnight success. Because you need time to grow into that call on your life. Oh, I'm breaking bread. That seed of greatness that's been, yeah, I'm finna use this word. Yeah, I'm gonna use this word. That seed of greatness that has been invested in you. Oh man, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords invested a seed of greatness on the inside of you. Invested. That means he's coming back looking for returns. Somebody better holler at your boy. I'm breaking bread out there a lot better than what y'all thumbing me and hard me back up out there. He's coming back for his investment in you. 
Don't think that your life doesn't mean anything. And see, most people are addicted to alcohol and they're addicted to drugs and they're addicted to pornography and they're addicted to all these different vices because they haven't identified their true purpose and their gifting. And when you don't know the purpose of a thing, misuse is inevitable. Oh, this motivational teacher to the masses. Don't break bread like that. When you don't know the purpose of a thing, if you don't understand the vision or the gift that God has given you for your life, misuse is inevitable. You can't change it. You can't run from it. When I hear stories about how... Um, you know, this person robbed this liquor store or this person robbed this store. I said they don't know the purpose of their life. If they only knew that God created them more for more than what they're doing right now. Yet when I hear about this, so they got, you know, he shot this person over, over an argument. Uh, they don't know the purpose of their life. And when you don't know the purpose of a thing, misuse is inevitable. Right now, as some of you all going out there 40 hours a week to a job that you have that not that's not connected to your purpose, then you know what you're doing. 40 hours a week, you're misusing your gift. I'm breaking bread out there right now. 40 hours a week, you're going to a job where you, you don't care about, you're angry, you're miserable because it's not connected to what you've been put on earth to do. You better believe the creator invested in you and he's coming back for his returns. People are like rubber bands. We're only useful when we're stretched. We have to be able to move outside of our comfort zone into what we've been created to do. Benefits of tension. I'm gonna go over seven quick things. I'm gonna get ready to get out of here. Here's the reason. Number one, few people want to stretch. Few people want to stretch. Why is it, Ant? Why is it that I can go to my job and I realize that you know 75% of the people on my job are unengaged. They can care less whether they do a good job or a bad job or whatever. Few people want to be stretched. It'll be easy. It's Listen for me. Oh, I'm about to break bread. Somebody been looking for this bread right here. I want you to eat on it. Somebody been looking for this bread. It's easier for you to stand out on your job than to be average. All you have to do is 5% more than the rest of the average people on your job in order for you to stand out. That's why I'm always amazed at how many people are average. It takes little effort to be above average. It takes little effort to stand out in a crowd of 100. Very, because people are content with being, with, being, um, with being average. John goes on and he talks about he started his job at a meatpacking plant right out of college. And the guy, one of the guys that he, he was working on told John, you asked too many questions. And then the guy told John this, he said, the less you know, the less you have to do. He said, this guy's job was to kill cows at the plant. And that's all he ever wanted to do. He said, he was, he was like the character in the Wall Street Journal. I know I'm overqualified, but I promise to use only half my abilities. What a travesty. What a travesty that a person decided to go 40 hours a week and only use half of their abilities. What a travesty. I heard Les Brown say this to my, um, most people die at 25 and then they get buried at the end of their life at 70 or 65 because when, the day you stop dreaming is the day you start dying. And I'm talking about, you see, most of us, let me tell you, I'm breaking bread. 
I'm telling you, man, I'm breaking bread. Most of us are only concerned with what we see in the natural. And the things of the natural are subject to change. You got to understand that your life is meant for much more than the moment you're in. You got to understand right now, the moment you're in is just a snapshot of where, of, of where you are. But believe you me that there's something greater down the road from you. But if we don't maximize this moment, we're going we gonna to lose tomorrow. We got to maximize the moment. We got to maximize the day. We gotta hang in here. I'm amazed at how many people can't hang in 40 minutes for personal growth. But if Love Hip Hop Atlanta was on TV, we watch reruns and we do, I've heard people talking about they do binges on Netflix. But we can't hang in 40 minutes for personal growth to somewhere that's gonna get me to my ultimate goal. Yep, I'll say it every Motivational Monday, there's a place where you can be healthy. Yep, there's a place where you can have money in the bank. There's a place where you can have great marriage and great friends and great relationships. Yep, there is a place where you can have great kids, but it causes you to have to invest in those four areas, areas so you can expect a return. I remember when I was at Morgan Stanley. I was a stockbroker at Morgan Stanley, and I was working, and you always look and see at the yields that a mutual fund would be investing, or, or you look at the ratios of what it costs, the, the risk that's associated with it before you decide to hire the risk the greater the reward. The lower the risk, uh, safer the reward, the less it is. And some of us right now are playing it like a bond. The bonds are very safe. Or let's say like your savings account at the bank. It's very safe. You're not going to gain anything. You're not going to lose anything. When you go back, it's going to be the exact same thing in that account that you put in. Some of us are playing it too safe. Some of us need to take a chance on ourselves and step outside and stretch ourselves out of our comfort zone in order to do something more than what we know we can do right now. Few people want to stretch. Just that most people use a small fraction of their ability and rarely strive to reach their full potential. Most people use a small fraction of their ability. I'm going to be up in your face today. If you were being honest, and I want y'all, come on man, chime in this conversation and be honest with me. How much of your ability are you using day, day to day? How much of your ability are you using day to day? Let's be honest, 60, 70%. How much of your, your true ability do you use day to day that's going to, understand me, that's going to get you towards your desire end of manifesting that gifting that God gave you from the beginning of the earth? Most of us are going through life with our brakes on. We're going through life wishing, hoping, and praying that things change, but we're going through life with our brakes on. We're not exercising faith day by day and the, and the things that we're believing for because if we were we would stretch outside of what we know too many of us are too comfortable with what we know it takes faith it takes courage it takes goal it takes doggoneness to step outside of average and to step into greatness and it's not going to happen overnight in one day it takes you and I being intentional about all the moments of our day in order for us to walk into our level of greatness to what which we've been called I read this this statement it said 42% of college graduates never read a book 42% of college graduates never read a book it said 32% uh, of the US population has ever been to a bookstore 32% he said, I don't know if people are aware of the gap between where they are and where they could be, but relatively few seem to be reading books to try to close that gap. Yep, I'm about to break bread, y'all.
and I need y'all to hang in here and be honest with me. How many of you all are spending time daily trying to close the gap from where you are to what you want to be? You see, everything worth having in life is uphill. Everything worth having in life is uphill. But if you're just a willing participant in this world, in this world, but not of it, this world, I gotta say it, man. Like this world is meant to, to birth people to be average. Yeah? When you have 80, 80%, 80%, 90% of the wealth belongs in the hands of the top two or three percent in this nation, that means that most of us are barely getting by. Most of us are just going through life with breaks on. We're barely getting what we want at the end of this life. And every morning, we tell our children to go make A's and go be great and do this. And here we are living life with the brakes on. Can a, uh oh, I'm about to break bread. I need y'all to hear my heart on this. Can a parent that's living life with the brakes on produce an extraordinary kid that believes that they can conquer the world? Is that, can a parent that's living life with the brakes on produce children that can conquer the world? Very few can. So I'm telling you, in order to get our next generation where they need to be, we got to start setting the example. He said few people want it. Few people want to stretch to the place where they're growing on a consistent basis. He talked about this, the definition of average. And got, now I'm not going to read all this, but I do want to let you see it. He goes down about a whole page of what the definition of average is. This is the one I like. He said, being average is to pass one's life away with time rather than to pass one's time away with life. It's to kill time rather than to work to death. Oh my goodness, I got to read that again. Being average is to pass one's life away with time rather than to pass one's time away with life. It's to kill time rather than to work to death. Oh, I just broke bread right there. Thank you, John. Most of us and, I, and I'm not talking about people watching this video. I'm talking about people in the world. Most people in this world are just passing time. No true purpose. No true grit. No true, when they wake up in the morning, oh, it's just, ah, oh, whatever the day brings, I will accept. Ladies and gentlemen, if we're not working on our craft and working to grow into excellence, we will automatically end up average. I don't care how many hours you pray. I don't care how many other things you do. If you do not intentionally wake up and be purposeful about your day, we will automatically end up average. I'll read you another letter. He said being average is the laziest person's cop out. Lacking the guts to take a stand in life is living by default. Oh, what a terrible testimony at the end of your life to say I live by default. What a terrible testimony to say, man, I've only got out of life what life was willing to give me. I never took the bulls by the horn and steered it in the way it should go. I only took whatever came to my life. And here goes average Joe Blow. Here goes Joe Average right here in the graveyard beside other average Joe Blows. When that person died, there's nothing to go on and leave about their legacy. And see, too many of us are chasing money. The thing about your gift I don't care if you can leave billions of dollars in the bank, but if you don't impact people when you die, so does your name. I just broke bread. But if you impact people throughout the way after you're dead, your life and legacy will live on. Only what you do for others will stand the test of time. Whatever that car you praying about, you want so bad, it's going to rust. 
it's going to erode. It eventually it's going to get old and not work. The house you want, once you live in it a year, the newness is worn off. And we're spending so much money trying, and we're spending so much time trying to get it. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with having things, but what I am saying, we if you pursue the kingdom, all these other things will be added unto you. If you seek true knowledge and you seek to to, to edify and build your gift, all these other things will be give, given unto you. They will be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. Those things will be added to you daily. But we got to get out of the minutiae that we're just running on a doggone hamster treadmill every day. Just running on that hamster wheel. I get up, I go to work, I go to bed, I go to cook for my kids, I get up, I go to work, go to bed, go cook for my kids, I get up, I go to bed, I go cook for my kids. You got to get off that hamster wheel. If you don't start adding personal growth, if you don't start adding an hour in there for yourself to not be average, you'll end up being average. The second reason, John said, most people end up because selling for status quo ultimately leads to dissatisfaction. If you plan on being anything less than you are capable of being, you will probably be unhappy all the days of your life. Abraham Maslow. If you plan on being anything less than what God created you to be, you will be unhappy the rest of your life. I got to tell you that. You've been created for something special. How often do you hear somebody say that about you? You have been created for something special. Your fingerprints are the only fingerprint that can unlock the key to this puzzle that God is making and you fit perfectly in a piece. Don't let anybody tell you about how you too fat, how you too skinny, how you too black, how you too white, how you too uh, Asian, how you too this or how you too that. I know right now in this country where rhetoric is running strong, don't you dare let anybody tell you who you not and what you cannot be. You are a gift from God. And God created you with everything on the inside of you that you need to get to where you need. You don't need anybody else's approval on the outside in order for you to manifest the total will of God for your life. You're going to have haters along the way. Your haters make you greater. Don't worry about that. The higher you go up, the more they're going to hate. Oh my God, I just broke bread. I just broke bread. And most of us can't get to where we want to be because we spend too much time embracing the negativity. They hated and talked about Jesus. They gonna hate and they gonna talk about you. They hated and talked about Martin Luther the King. They gonna hate and they gonna talk about you. They hated and they talked about JFK. They gonna hate and they gonna talk about you. Embrace it and understand that that's part of your pathway to developing your gift. I'm breaking bread up in here tonight. Number three, he says stretching allows always starts from the inside out. And I did a motivational Monday about three months ago called Inside Out. Stretching allows for you to live from the inside out. Too many of us are living by what we see today. The things that I see today make liar out of men. It's more the things that I... All right, let me break bread. I'm going to break. Let me slow up. I got to get this point out. I got to get this point out. Let me slow up. The things that are natural on the outside are temporary. Those things on the outside a subject to change. I remember when I met uh, Crystal and we started dating, I was living in a bedroom about the size of a closet with one of my colleagues where I had a box spring and a mattress on the floor. I had a box spring and a mattress in a room the size of a closet when she and I met. What, 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 what you saying, Ed? What I'm saying is that, 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 that place 
was only temporary. It was greatness deep down on the inside of me. I knew there was a 6,000 square foot house deep down on the inside of me, but at the time it just hadn't had an opportunity to manifest itself. I had to grow into the manifestation of that thing. If I had to only judge myself by that room I was in, my, I, God wanted to never enlarge my territory. But because there was something more deep down on the inside of me, I was, we were able to manifest more. And I always asked her, I said, look, when I, when I met you, I was down and out, I was struggling. I was been divorced for a couple of years. I was still trying to recover from the debt from the divorce. What in the world said, man, this guy might have something on the inside of him? She said, you always spoke different. She said, although that was your natural, your natural situation, you coupon and you took me to, you know, $2 Tuesday tacos. And she said, yep, you did all those things, but I always knew that there was something more based on what you were saying. You never talk like this is where you're supposed to be. I said, oh my God, that blessed me. Because the state of what you see on the outside is temporary. The picture of what you have on yourself on the inside is what's sustaining. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that image that what God created you with is what's real, but that's deep down on the inside of you. And see, most of us never get to the point where we search ourselves on the inside to know who we really are and what we are truly capable of. We listen to what grandma said about us, what uncle said about us, about what our mama said about us, what that person said about us, in order for us to gain who we are. We never consult the creator who made us, the God of the heavens and earth, who created us in his image and in his likeness. We never consult him about what I'm supposed to be doing. If I, I, I got that Ford out there in, the, in, in, in my garage, if I want to know the capabilities of that Ford, I go drive my car on a Ford dealership and say, hey, what am I missing that, I, that the capabilities or technologies within my vehicle that I don't understand? And they tell me that. I don't go to a uh, Publix grocery store for them to tell me about my vehicle and what I'm missing. I don't go to uh, GameStop or Walmart to figure out about my vehicle. I go to the original manufacturer of the vehicle in order to find the capabilities of that vehicle. See, many of us are allowing, allowing Publix to tell us what to do with this vehicle that's on the inside of us. A lot of us are allowing Walmart, and Walmart are people that don't know what you've been called to do, what you've been birthed to do, to, to speak too much into our lives about my purpose and, and my manifestation. And we allow those people to speak in our lives so long that we're getting that level of manifestation because we allow them to do it. Yep, I'm breaking bread right now. What's stopping you from, 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 manif from manifesting your gifts and your talent? You got to discover your own strengths. You got to discover where you're special. A fish in water is special. A fish on land is called dead. It's called lunch. You got to discover where you're special. Number four, John says stretching, stretching always requires change and he said first of all i stopped looking looking over my shoulder it's difficult to focus on your past and change in your present break bread john break bread john i can't keep running from what what i was or what they said i was or who they said i was I got to get moving in my direction was my wealthy place. I got to get moving in my place where prosperity is waiting for me. There is a place where prosperity is waiting for you. And I got to get ready to wrap this, this video up. But for the sake of this video, let me give you the, the other three so you have it. And I'm going to get ready to close this thing out. And I might pop on later on this week. And fit, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to commit. I'm going to stop at number four. And I'm going to commit to popping on the, at the end sometime during this week to finish this teaching. But I want you all to know 
that it's time for you to stretch. It's time for you. When you wake up out the bed in the morning, I want you to start stretching as it's symbolic in your mind that, man, I got to get. I want you to start taking Pilates and yoga because you got to start stretching. And physically, I know, and that's just physically. Yep, just do it physically until you can mentally do it because you got your mind has to be. You got to be trained. It got to be. It got to be renewed. Your mind has to be renewed in the ways of which it's going to get you to manifestation. Be ye not transformed, but you got to be changed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind right now has to be renewed. Holla at your boy out there, people. Like, that's a wealthy place. That's a place, man, listen. Right now, we're entering into a place where, man, like, like, man, God is so awesome. God is so dope, but if we don't start searching the gifts that he's given us and start manifesting those gifts, we'll never walk out our true purpose on this earth. And see, it's all about manifesting the gifting. It's all about manifesting the kingdom. God ways of doing things and being right. And there's a way for you to be right that God has put on the inside of you. Fish are perfect when they're swimming. Man, our fish look good. Cheetahs, when you see them on land running, cheetahs are made to run. Put them in water, they drown. Come on, people. Man, I got to get out of here. I'm feeling this way too strong. Hey, I'm going to pop on later on this week. I'll let you all know I want to finish this because I think lives can change and will be made different based on this conversation. It, see, I don't believe that there's winners and losers in life. I don't believe that, that some people were born to be winners and some people were born to be losers. I don't believe that. I believe you got winners and I believe you got people that haven't learned how to win. And for a long time, I was one of those people that haven't learned how to win. And now I'm in the process of learning how to win and I'm sharing this wealth of information with you as I'm, we're on this journey. I'm a player slash coach and I'm waging war on mediocrity. And see, the challenge for some, some of us, you need a coach. I take my son, he go, my, both my sons go to baseball training every week where they get personal lessons with a, with a former MLB player. Why? Because they need a mentor that's in that lane of which they're trying to grow. They need a baseball mentor. Like, you need mentors in your life that's, that's a little farther down the path than you are. So to help you get to that next level, you wonder why you keep bumping your head because you got to get mentors. You got to find people that can mentor you. You got to find coaches that can help develop your gifts. Man, hey, y'all holler at your boy. Let me get off here. I can go for another hour right now because I feel good. Yo, it's the motivational teacher to the masses. I am John Maxwell, certified speaker, trainer, coach. If you're trying to get to the next level in life, I say this every motivational Monday and I very rarely get inboxed at all. Don't just talk about it. Be about it. Don't just talk about it.